It's a new day. It's a new week on the Bible Tracks broadcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's my immense honor to be the host of this program. I'm Mike McCurry, Executive Director of Bible Tracks Incorporated in Bloomington, Illinois. For those of you that may be unfamiliar with our ministry, or if you'd like a very short refresher about who we are, our ministry began in 1938 by evangelist Paul Levine. We have been shipping gospel tracts around the world completely free of charge. You know why? Because one of our core values is this. The gospel is free and so are our tracts. We've been doing that for over 80 years to the tune of over half a billion with a B, over 588 million tracks in the last 80-something years, and we can only do it because of the grace of God and the giving of God's generous people. Today, we are taking a short break from our Bible studies. We will resume those in the very near future, our discipleship studies that you can receive for free by visiting our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I highly recommend that you visit our website right now. You can see our selection, every single track that we have, over 40 different options that you can get and will ship to you completely free. The printing is free. The shipping is free. You have no excuse, my friend, for why you are not using gospel tracks for the furtherance of the cause of Christ. We'll give them to you for free. The tools are free available. We're going a different direction, as I mentioned on the broadcast today. I'd like to introduce you to a friend, someone that I believe could be a help to many that will listen today. I had the opportunity to interview this young lady on my podcast. I'll make mention of that more in just a moment. But this young lady that you are about to hear from, her name is Hannah Butler. She's a church planting pastor's wife in Tampa, Florida. She is a mother. She is a blogger. She is also a former addict. Dealt with some serious family struggles during her life. Some also serious, some substance abuse issues early on in life. And she gets into that in depth in this interview that you are about to listen to. You can listen to the full audio of this entire interview on my podcast. It's called the Michael McCurry Podcast. Search for it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you happen to listen to podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you listen to them, you can find the full audio if this whets your appetite and you'd like to hear a little bit more. Now, Miss Hannah, a young lady there serving with her husband in Tampa, Florida, of course, during these difficult times of virus and the pandemic and things of that nature, uh, God has greatly blessed the work that they're doing. And I'm so appreciative for her spirit and her willingness to open up something that for many could be a part of their past that they would not want to display to the world. And Miss Hannah has been more than willing to because... It's a story of victory. It's a story of God's grace. I asked her to give us her testimony, and that's what you are about to hear in just a moment. You might hear me interject here and there, and there will be one more question that we get to talking about making the right choices, even in difficult circumstances. But right now, let me introduce you to Mrs. Hannah Butler. Listen to her testimony and share it with somebody that you think it might be a help to listen 
now? I was 16 years old. I was um, living on the streets due to my mother's addiction and some other family issues. And um, that is what really got me into my own addiction. I remember one day I just thought, I'm so tired of living this way. There, there has to be more to life than this. I mean, I was so used to seeing that in my family and that that's how they handled their problems. That's how they lived on my mom's side. It just was miserable. It's just a constant, I guess you would call it a hustle um, to get out there and try to find the funds for your addiction and, and things like that. And so it very quickly goes from the average teenager party to, oh no, I'm stuck. Like I have to do this when I wake up until I go to bed. And I think a lot of teenagers don't realize that that's what they're getting themselves into when they think they're just casually partying and things. But needless to say, I remember vividly thinking, I'm just so tired of living this way. And um, being a teenager, I had went a few days without eating. And I thought, I am really hungry. (laughs) And I had recently ran into my grandparents somewhere, which I hadn't talked to in many years, and they gave me their phone number. So when I was hungry, I remembered them, and I gave them a call, and they immediately picked me up, and I was just thinking to get something to eat. That's all that I cared about. (laughs) They allowed me to stay with them for a few days, and upon staying with them, they consistently went to a good independent Baptist church down the road. And they always invited me, but they never forced me. But after watching them go so many times, I thought the least I could do is just go to church with them. They don't ask me to do anything. And um, I went with them. I heard the plan of salvation that Jesus had died for my sins and that he rose again and that um, eternity was through him. And I had heard about the Lord growing up through different avenues, but it never really made its way to my heart. I mean, I was still very much searching. And I, like I said, I said, I, I didn't know if there was, if there were, I didn't mention this, so I apologize. But back when I was thinking that um, there's got to be more to life than this, I did cry out. And I said, um, if there's a God, would you just show me? So I was searching. So after going to church with them so many times, there was one specific day that I went back to their house and I sat on the bed where I was staying and I just said, Lord, or Jesus, I didn't call him Lord then. (laughs) Uh, I call him Lord now, but then I didn't call him Lord because he wasn't my Lord. But I said, Jesus, I know that you died for me and I know that I'm a sinner and I'm I'm asking you to come into my heart and save me. And I had no idea that my life was going to change. I didn't even know what I did. Nobody pressured me to do that. But little by little, after I prayed that, I remember looking in the mirror and being convicted by the piercings in my face. And and I didn't know why, but something in my heart just said, this isn't, this isn't you anymore, you know, and um, slowly after that, the Lord just really 
he really guided me. Baptism. I had this sudden desire to be baptized and I had no idea why. (laughs) Because like I said, I didn't realize I got saved. So I just went to the youth pastor at that church and I said, I'm supposed to be baptized. I don't know why. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And so the Lord just really worked on me from there. But as far as the addiction goes, I thought I could get away with doing it less because I didn't realize (laughs) it wasn't something he wanted wanted me to continue, obviously. But the next time that I did something, I felt for the first time true conviction to the point where I I remember sitting there for hours sobbing because I just knew in my heart, this isn't you anymore and this isn't how I want you to live. And I promised God that night that I would never do it again and I haven't. But through the struggles I faced early on with addiction, with withdrawals and things like that, I cry, I cried a lot and I prayed a lot and God <laughs> got me through it. What an amazing story. Don't you agree? Now you'll hear Miss Butler's response to a question I asked her about making the right decision even in difficult circumstances. Listen for just a moment more. That's a great thing to talk about because that is truly where my heart and burden lies is the kids who are in those situations, how they can turn away from it and not become it. So I believe for me personally, I remember a lot of my thinking I always had in the back of my mind, I justified my wrongdoing by saying, well, my, my mom does it. So Mm it doesn't matter. And I justified, and I'm talking bad thing. I mean, it's all bad, but I mean, like, it's just not normal. (laughs) It's not just your casual drinking that people like to call it. It all is bad, but I'm just saying, um, I always had that in the back of my mind. That was my biggest excuse was they do it and they don't care about me. They don't care if I do it. So if that's how they handle their problems, then that's how I'll handle mine. And um, that was the biggest fault that I had was giving myself an excuse because yes, they, they were wrong. And by they, I mean my mom and my, my older brother um, for their choices and openly using and things, but um, sin is sin. And we all have a choice to, either do it or not, or not do it. And even, um, I know it's not as likely in some scenarios for a teenager or someone who's growing up in a Christian home to be involved in those things, but it does happen. And um, especially with the rise of prescription medication and, and things like that, I've always been big about you make your decision ahead of time. How great decisions you will... are made before great decisions have to be made. Yes. Yes. Perfect. That is exactly what, what I believe and have always said to people is that if you decide ahead of time, I'm never going, I'm never going to go to a party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you're not going to be tempted with the things that happen at a party. Right. Um, or if you say, I'm never going to drink alcohol. Well, then when someone offers it to you, it's much easier to say, no, 
because you know in your heart that you made that decision. What a blessing. You'll hear a little bit more of that podcast, of this interview, tomorrow on the Bible Tracks broadcast. Don't miss that. But if you'd like to get a link to the YouTube version, the actual video version of this broadcast, you can text me right now. The phone number is 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. Share this with somebody that it might be a help to. There's so many hurting, grieving, addicted people that need Jesus. Be a blessing to someone today. And visit our website for more information, BibleTracksInc.org. Have a great day for His honor and glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188 Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.